Previously on Shulbro's Week in Review. Did we decide that the uh, brother of a Micronesian's wife, if he's good at soccer, could play on the Micronesian team or no? That is a no. Okay. Oh, you can't get in by marriage, that is, huh? That is too, too many degrees removed of marriage. Yeah, that does seem kind of vague. <laughs> That's like pretty far down. You know somebody. I, what about us? We know somebody who knows somebody from Micronesia. Does that? Can we be on the team? Again, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> okay. It, it's good that you're showing integrity. Yeah, yeah. yeah this because after last episode, when Jeff pretty much just decided <laughs> we were gonna we were gonna be the money money laundering federation, <laughs> uh, we we have to draw a line. And, You're listening to Shoal Bros Week in Review. I was sort of born into a Subud cult that has ties to Islam and Indonesia and Middle Eastern spiritualism. My parents were kind of trial and error when it came to religion. <laughs> what could that possibly have to do with Shoal Bros? <laughs> Everything. Um, all right. For those just joining us for the first time, because uh, our guest told you to listen today, uh, we start every week with quotes from pop culture. Uh, and our guest, uh, tell us about our who our guest is, who's going to be on in just a second, Darren. You mean our regular guest? Well, yeah, but I don't know. Somebody might, this might be the first episode I mean, somebody's listened to. He's been on three times now, and he is the official, we think, coach of the Micronesian national soccer team. Yeah, and the Micronesian soccer team, national soccer team, has a spokesman, Alexi Lawless. That's what we learned last week, and he's a he's a star, star soccer player. And so each week, you and I, we start with a quote from pop culture, and I, my inkwell ran dry, so I was so lazy, I didn't even Google Micronesian quotes. I Googled Indonesia quotes. Um, <laughs> you just had amnesia. <laughs> Next week, it'll be amnesia quotes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know that was by that quote was by uh, Sufjan Stevens, which uh, isn't actually even in a movie or anything. But that's what happened. <laughs> this is the worst. You broke every rule. That's what Google gives us, man. From Brainy Quote, that was courtesy of Brainy Quote. Sufjan don't, Stevens. Don't even um, give them a site for that. That's ridiculous. I, I'm shocked that you did not know that Sufjan Stevens is the source of that quote about the <laughs> Subud cult, which is not about. Micronesia, it's about Indonesia, and it's not even in a movie or TV show. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we have probably the worst interview ever. I mean, my interview skills failed miserably. But coming up now, please join us uh, as David, the presumptive head coach of the Micronesian national soccer team, shares updates on what he's working on next. Uh, we're back. Let's dive right into it. We've got some Micronesian updates to get going, and Darren's going to rock some Micronesian trivia. David, good to hear you or see you again. Yes, here, because this is uh, a podcast. I know. I, I I felt like see you again is what came naturally, but I'm I'm only seeing an icon with, you, with your name on it as we are miles apart. And the, the problem is you said um, hear you first, so you had it correct and then you changed it to something incorrect so i'm not sure what that says about your podcasting abilities i'm losing all of my paid hosting gigs right as we speak uh <laughs> so you guys got... are getting paid for this 
No, I'm saying that oh. I'm never going to get a paid gig because of how I'm messing up the free one here. Gotcha, gotcha. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing out on some uh, lucrative dollars. Yeah, yeah, we will we will pay you 50 to 90% of any advertising we get when you're on. I'll take wow. that. I'll that take seems... that. Even if it's 10 cents, I'll take it. That seems uh, like a pretty bold claim because I, I feel like we're like so close to what they call in, in uh, entrepreneurship the hockey stick. You know, where we just get discovered by by somebody who then discovers us and then off it goes. I said 50 to 90. So, I mean, we can always scale it back if we start making real money. But uh, I'm pretty confident, at least in the short term, that um, you might not want to start spending that money yet. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't go take that to the bank. This little Micronesian will not be flying to USA on on the royalties here. Yeah. Well, it's good to have Parker here in the background. I think a little giggles always adds to the professionalism of what we're doing here. Uh, David, what do, uh, do you have something to update us on? Uh, kind of, as, as officially as, as things ever are in Micronesian news. Uh, <laughs> we, we have decided or agreed to join a tournament that will be some point in July. It will be a futsal tournament, so a 5v5 indoor soccer type of tournament um, against three other Micronesian uh, nations. Um, it would be hosted in Kiribati, which I just found out how to pronounce. It's spelled Kiribati, uh, which I think more people would would be used to pronouncing it as. Um, so yeah, really, really excited to get that going. We we have a tournament now set. We're still looking to do an eleven v eleven match at some point in the future, but um, to so- be able to play multiple games. Yeah. Massive. So that's I've got exciting news deal. for you, David. Can I ask a question first or do you what is your news like right got to go right now? It's relevant. All right, break it bring it on. Uh, I played soccer this weekend, so except for the whole <laughs> citizenship part, I might be able to play. Dude, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't um let us know the level of soccer you played just, just you played? Did you kick it around was, with a kid or It was 5 on 5 with 40-year-old dudes none of whom played soccer. Um, and um, it was amazing. So I think that's, I'm ready for the futsal tournament. Maybe not the full 11 on 11. Dude, that was the most worthless addition of the conversation. I, I like had an actual follow-up question to what he said. I told you I had an actual follow-up question to what he said. And I'm like, does yours need to go right there? And you're like, well, we're not going to be talking about soccer at all for the next 20 minutes. I better get it in now. That I better, I played look, soccer. I'm just trying to get a deal for myself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so get that lucrative money coming back in yeah all those advertising dollars are going to go to the micronesian national soccer team and then come back to darren because he'll be on it do you yeah well i was going to do it for free but i like that all right jeffrey what's your very important question i promise i will shut up so you can ask it seriously <laughs> i don't know if it's super important now but futsal versus football what what's the linguistic origins of taking away the b and turning it into a, an s and Making it five oh my on five. Gosh, that was what we were waiting for. <laughs> I don't know if the, I think the Schulmeisters want to know, man. <laughs> it's not a bad question, but it's completely ridiculous. What is the answer? So I'm the, the internationally renowned expert of Micronesian soccer. Yeah. Not not futsal. Not futsal versus football. <laughs> uh, but I but you... do believe, I do believe futsal is its own sport. It is FIFA recognized as the indoor adaptation of soccer or football. 
Um, and I believe it has Portuguese name roots, um, originally deriving from Brazil. Okay. Uh, if you think of all the great Brazilian dribblers of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, they pretty much all got their start playing futsal. So it is smaller field, less players, and with a heavier weighted ball that doesn't really bounce. So it is meant to be played on the ground at your foot. Thank you. That This is really helpful. And the second piece to this is you just said that your Micronesian national soccer team gets in a tournament, which is super exciting and going to help really build this. But you then said that they're playing against other Micronesian national teams. I'm so confused. Are you the Micronesian national team or are you so, playing against them? This is where it gets a little confusing. Micronesia is a region inside of the region of or the yeah, the region of Oceania. So if you think of Oceania, then you have Micronesia as a subregion. And then there are multiple countries in that subregion. The federated states of Micronesia are one of the countries. Okay, uh, I get it. Breaking Jeff, it down. It's like Delaware County has the city of Delaware inside it. It's all Delaware. Whoa, dude, look at you coming up with a an analogy, right? Just like that. That's impressive. Both of you. Very impressive. Uh, speaking of impressive, we need to be impressed by how fast we could get through this wonderful segment, but with quality, not just quantity. What else you got for us that's more exciting than um, does futsal with an S mean something different than football with a B? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I could read you off the different or countries that are inside <laughs> of the region of Micronesia, or maybe at least the ones that we will play against. Yeah, I think that would be great. We'd love to know. That helps with our geography. Actually, can we do something real quick? Do you mind switching this up? David, I know you've prepared to read us a couple of the countries you're going to play against. Can you make a few names up with you with them, and we have to guess whether they're real or fake? Oh, God. All right, yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, let me find a credible source first, though. We gave you no prep for this bit, but uh, we, we definitely want you to, we want to figure out if these countries are real. Cause like when you said Oceana, I was thinking of like a science fiction novel where the world has like flooded and there's only a few little islands left like water world. Oh, and I was thinking the oceanic flight 815. <laughs> Wasn't it flight 815 or did I mess that up? Uh, that was a flight of something. Was that the one that disappeared? That's lost. Oh, that lost? Yeah. Uh, the numbers, man, it meant something. They just never told us what. <laughs> they never did. I, I really thought it was 815, but I would have thought you'd know that too. So I should have, man. I'm sorry. The other beautiful thing is that Oceania was not a um, continent when we were growing up, and now it is. I mean, they, it's essentially the, the same continent that is or was Australia. They just decided not to name an entire continent after one country in that continent which seems fair it does until you realize that then they're like we're not going to name an entire continent after one country but we are going to name a sub-region in that continent about one country micronesia well, the sub-region the, the one country is named after the sub-region not vice versa <laughs> okay that's fair <laughs> semantics but this does matter this does matter all right, so what countries are you going to be playing in the futsal tournament? 
Okay, so first, this is not a trick. There are in Micronesia three U.S. territories. So I'm going to name those off right now. You got Guam, the Northern Mariana, uh, Mariana Islands, and the Norfolk Islands. Um, then there are five independent countries. Micronesia is obviously one. Um, I will give you five other names. You tell me which one is not one of the the countries in Micronesia. Yeah, that sounds good. good. Let's do it. All right. You have Kiribati, the Marshall Islands, Northern Palau, Nauru, and Palau. Hmm. I'm going Nauru. Ooh. I was thinking Northern Peru until he also said regular Peru or whatever. I'm going to stick with there's. I don't think that there's enough conflict to keep the same name and break it into two. I think they're pretty harmonious down there in Micronesia. So I'm going to guess there is no North Pol whatever. There is a Nauru who we will be playing, but there is no Northern Polaus. There yes. is only a Palau. Did you like that oh. reasoning, Darren? I like went super scientific. Like it's just a that harmonious region. Actually impressive in a, in a weird twisted way. They don't need to separate North and South Dakota. There's just one Dakota. I like your, I like your way you thought about that, man. <laughs> the harmony of the region was not ruined by controversy and strife. Yeah, I think it's not that they weren't because you could see that they were clearly uh, colonized. Uh, and usually when the colonizers leave, they leave a bunch of chaos behind and they do that purposely from what I understand. But I think they're just so separated that there's just no reason to start hating each other. You know, I mean, sure, dude, because they're I mean, in the water, right? Really... Isn't there miles of, of ocean between them all? I mean, there is. I'm not going to speak to the geopolitical side of I'll leave that to you. Um, but yeah, let's go with it. All right. So speaking of going with it, uh, so you're going to play them. What what and what what can the listener do to get excited and prepare for your futsal or support you in your futsal tournament aspirations? Well, A, you could always give me money. Um, that is still accepted. Um, I think as we went through on the first pod, any type of um, nefarious or illegally <laughs> um, you can ship to us. It just has to be legally sent to us, but we will take it. Um, and by we, I'm speaking solely for myself and not on the Magnesian <laughs> government as a whole. Huge FIFA scandal starting right here on the Shilbros Week in Review. I mean that's how we're gonna get our uh, our monetized version of the podcast, right? You gotta you gotta start something to be something. Yeah, you definitely have to start something to be something. True oh. words to live by. I don't know if that's a real saying, but it but it is now. So it is that could be the quote like on the on the social media campaign, Micronesia. You gotta start something to be something. Well, it's funny because I mean it's basically one of those little John songs, isn't it? Like don't start no S, there won't be no S. That's the counter of that. Yeah, I mean, it's literally the exact opposite of that, but okay. Yeah, contrapositive, I think. Ooh, nice. <laughs> think about um, it. <laughs> do, do you have any more amazing updates, or do we want us to help you on your quest to pass your test? So I first want people to uh, realize where they can get these amazing Micronesian updates. If you have a Twitter, or X, as it now goes by, apparently, 
Um, you can follow at official FSMFA. You know it's official because it says it right there. Um, so official FSMFA, it, they update all everything you need to know about Micronesian soccer or Federated States of Micronesian soccer. Um, that is actually how I found out we are going to be in a tournament officially. And then I was later told through official channels, but it was broken first on Twitter to me. Wow. That's a little concerning, but uh, cool. Yay, social media. Yeah, I, I woke up, checked my Twitter. And I was like, oh, we're in a tournament. That's cool. And then I, I got a text like maybe 30 minutes later that we're in a tournament. I was like, that's awesome. I already know, but okay, thank you. Is there a chance that you're getting catfished? That I mean, only like an... 82% chance? <laughs> 82% chance. Is that, is that high? Uh, you know, I, I just want to, we want the first, you're not there yet, right? No, no, not yet. I'm waiting for the the first dispatch from there where you show up and you're like, Micronesia isn't actually even a country. I got totally ripped <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, Considering every fact I've gotten about Micronesia has been from Wikipedia, which is able to be changed at a whim's notice yeah like there this might be very possible there might not even be a micronesian soccer team well you i think to, to Aaron's point there might not even be a micronesia <laughs> that's true man that'd yeah, be no, next I, I level be catfishing clear. i'm not sure it's a real country <laughs> <laughs> that would be next level catfishing just <laughs> so like we need to get an american to fly well no you booked it so at some level yeah, unless they told you to meet them in Tahiti. No, no. So if, they, if this is catfishing, they have gone all the way through and done it through United Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a significant ruse. I, I was thinking there is a Micronesia, maybe or maybe not a Micronesian soccer team. And and then it's just some dude who wants you to like hang out with him in Micronesia. Uh, but. Imagine if the whole futsal tournament only came up because the guy catfishing me accidentally misspelled football. <laughs> and there's no such. And then you're like, I don't think you're real. You didn't even say football. He's like, Oh no, I meant futsal. It's this other five on five Portuguese thing. Yeah. Here, look at this Wikipedia page. <laughs> that would be next level too. Uh, so speaking of updates and somewhat realness. Uh, your mom says that she got the Micronesian jersey, so that they do come. There is a real jersey, and what which which one did she get? Do you know? Uh, the light blue one with waves. Uh, uh, yeah. the okay. best one there is. I was thinking on the stars. So we got Corey Super Schulmeister. Uh, we're we're in talks of of which ones we're going to get, and I I was thinking stars. Yeah, I Corey mean, and Marsha loves them too. Like by the way, we want to wear them to the Olympics. Yeah, can you is the making the Olympics on your your dream board or just the World Cup? I mean, why not? <laughs> why think not? big, man. Yeah, you just went over. There's an eighty two percent chance that there isn't a Micronesia, so let's just <laughs> throw in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, all right, so stars. Your mom got the waves. Apparently, they're pretty small. Are you in Seattle yet? Have you seen it? I have seen it. I am in Seattle now. So what size uh, do you think, like, I don't know, if hypothetically you knew somebody who was about 215 pounds, uh, six feet tall on a 
wearing high heels. Uh, what, what what jersey size would you get for that person? Just hypothetically speaking, does this person wear high heels just whenever they go out? <laughs> I don't know yeah, about the high heels. I just say where like, the high heels came from. Six, actually, I don't know how else you get from to six feet when you want to be six feet. Like this person who I have in mind, and I, I don't know them all that well, but I know they'd like to say that they're six feet, but they might have shrunk a little bit from that. And their and their name starts with a J. I don't think it ends so. With an F. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a podcast, but they don't do a very good job. They don't it. do a very good Hypothetically. job. Hypothetically speaking, <laughs> uh, do you think they got to go three sizes up from normal, or do you think it's like one size up? I would say, hypothetically speaking, what does this person wear normally? Like not tight, not tight clothes. <laughs> They're not wearing high heels and super tight shirts. <laughs> I mean, I, I think know, then what I size know. do you normally wear, dude? Not like how you, <laughs> what your fashion sense is. Normally, I wear a raincoat. I like yellows. No, I want to know what size you wear. Not me. Uh, hypothetically, a person oh, I'm sorry. who in high heels is over six feet. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. This show went off the rails so bad. <laughs> Because of you. No, I was doing great. You decided to make it that it's not hypothetically about my six foot, 215 pound female friend who likes to wear high heels and my Malaysian or Micronesian soccer jerseys, man. Uh, what size? I will okay, be honest with you. I, I would say go wear... up a size, at least one. one, maybe two. I think one is fine. It might still be a little like slim fitting, but I would say up a size is good enough. Okay, it's not a double size type thing. It's good to like know. if you're straddling the large extra large area, would you go XL or would you <laughs> go like two XL? If you're if you're an X, if you're a large in a half, yeah, I would go up to two X. All right, that's all I needed to know. I don't know about this hypothetical person <laughs> who likes long walks on the beach and staring into the sun. The, the son of Micronesia, man. All right. So social media, you've got this website. Do you get to contribute to that? Can you get them to like post pictures of you wearing your Micronesian jersey with Alexa Lalas on Friday, Saturday? If you if well, A, I don't think Alexi's gonna be there. Um, I believe he is doing a different game. But B, if you take a picture and you as the listener, not hypothetical Jeff, um <laughs> you take a picture and at Official FSMFA. I am one hundred percent sure they will probably look at it. Oh. Okay, that's, that's a start. They last post in February twenty six, and then before that it was twenty twenty three. Say it again. I said, and then they'll potentially repost it. Okay. All right. Um, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, you said, or just Twitter? Uh, Twitter is at official. FSMFA. Instagram is hold on, it's loading. FSM underscore football underscore association. Ooh, they didn't really get prime. They didn't even need to say official. I wonder why. Well, I think when you have a double underscore, we we might need our uh, head of marketing coming in soon. Yeah. yeah, I think we need to take over. What is the what is the tw uh, Twitter one? MSFMBC. <laughs> MSNBC. <laughs> or, Micronesia. 
at official FSMFA. Official FSMFA. <laughs> this is the worst radio. You could find it later, man. Listen to the podcast and put it on uh, repeat. I just want to see if it's real because remember I caught the wrong address on the um on oh, the uh, you did. Stings.co. So Stings with a Z is where you can get your jersey. Yeah. Uh, get a size up, maybe two. Uh, all right. Found it. It's real. We got one minute or two minutes. Darren, you got some trivia for us? I do. All right. Again, we're trying to help you become official and get this gig, even though you already have it. So what is the national anthem of Micronesia? This isn't a multiple choice option. <laughs> that seems pretty cool. Dude, they're going to be playing it when you like <laughs> do matches. You've got to be able to pretend you know it. Star, um, Star Spangled Micronesia. I will give you a hint. It actually has two names, which makes no sense to me, but there's two different things it's known as. That's, a, that's not a hint at all. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> Dude, thick. I'm going to go with. Just national anthem of Federated States of Micronesia. Oh, that's a good guess. And oh, 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 I might have been told this. Okay. Is it, I could be very wrong, Patriots of Micronesia? Or Dude, did you also, just Google that? It's I also just, known as I've been told this. Cross all Micronesia? Yes, so it, it is called. This is some facts for you, so you can impress your Micronesian friends. It is called Patriots of Micronesia, also known as Across All Micronesia. It was adopted in 1991, and this is the kicker: it was a, based on an 1820 German patriotic song. So oh. they basically just stole oh. another song and turned it into the Micronesian anthem in '91. <laughs> that's that's solid. Well, isn't and my I'm, country tis of thee just basically the? Um... British national anthem, but with different words. I don't know, but if you think back to like what 1991 was, there was a lot of great year, a great year of songs to adopt. They could have changed like "Gonna Make You Sweat" by CNC Music Factory to be their national anthem. That would have been a cool adaptation. <laughs> that would, is everybody dance now also 1991, or is that a different time? Everything I do it for you was Brian Adams was on 1991. Oh yeah, so they could just been like everything I do. I do it for Micronesia. Motown Philly, Micronesia back, back again. again. <laughs> With a little Micronesia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one. German patriotic song. So Micronesia could, could have done better. But yes, it is Patriots of Micronesia. Somehow you passed. I'm suspecting that you Googled it, but you say you didn't. All right. I did not. I did not. That one actually was told to me in one of my first meetings. Wait, are you are you are you scouts honor or whatever? Are you you really didn't Google it? You just pulled it from the back of your brain? I really did not Google that. I am Micronesia. Wow, dude, for real. You are a patriot of Micronesia. After after that statement, I am one hundred percent sure gonna get the next question wrong. Yeah. I am Micronesia. I love it. Darren, one last question. All right. This is a true or false. I'm trying to make it easier for you. True or false, the Micronesian military has less than 20 people serving in it. Mm. That's technically true because they don't actually have a military. They're one of only, I think, eight countries in the world that doesn't have a military. So true, they have zero members of their military. 
Just when I think you can't mess up anything, you do something like this and totally redeem yourself. That is correct. They have no military. They are protected by the United States. Oh, dude. And that's awesome. Go USA, man. For now, at least. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a whole lot of political stuff behind all of that and how they became tied in with the USA. So essentially, Japan took them over during the World War. USA bombed the mess out of that region and then gave them financial support afterwards as an apology for bombing. Hmm. So it's not necessarily full on go USA AS. <laughs> Okay. Uh, thanks for helping us. You're only helping us because you totally hosed us. Okay, that's yeah. There, there, there was some bad, bad blood there, and I think they dropped a like a nuclear bomb at testing in the region, in hmm. one of the atolls, and and really messed the up bikini the bikini atoll by Micronesia. I, I think it's in Micronesia, the region. Oh hmm. yeah, that that happened. It's real. Wow, people are learning a bunch here. Uh, we got to close it out, Darren. Uh, David, what do you? What should our listeners hang in suspense as to what's true or what what their next update is going to be about? Two weeks from now, I will be in Micronesia, so I will be able to definitively tell you guys if there is. <laughs> so we have two questions to hang on the edge of your seat: Is there Micronesia? And if there is Micronesia, is David going there to be the coach or to get robbed uh, by a catfish? Right? Is that yeah? yeah. Yeah, hey, sounds, by the way, good. is Marshall Islands part of Marco Micronesia? The region yes. he just told us that, but not no, because that, not that the literally States. is where the Bikini Atoll is. So yeah, we we did a hundred percent drop a nuclear bomb there. I just want to clarify that for history's sake. Are you saying bikini like like a swimsuit bikini? It's called a bikini atoll. That's how it's pronounced and spelled. But I don't know why it's called that. But uh, huh. I think yeah, an that, atoll that, is just a. A clump of islands, I believe. Hmm. Uh, I think there's a poem about that, right? Isn't it for whom the bikini atolls? Oh God! <laughs> that was literary humor for you, man. Look it up. That's so bad. <laughs> so good. For whom the bikini atolls? Think about it. All right, David. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing that you are in fact a coach there, uh, and that you have a team, and that you are going to dominate but no matter what when you come back you're going to have a few more fans of micronesian national soccer team and a few more people wearing micronesian soccer jerseys uh with high heels and being six feet oh wait i want to add one thing i will be documenting my trip on my own twitter or x account at coach david one two three um please follow me because i th currently have 13 followers and it's a little depressing oh we can get you with more than that at least give me the 14 we got you $5. We can definitely get you to 14 Winston, if you're listening, follow. What's the account again, David? Uh, at Coach David 123 I, right. I will post pictures and uh, pretty much everything along my journey. All right. Well, Boom. tune in to us. Dude, you've got a blue check. I do because I paid for it. Oh, That's yeah. That's the I beauty of Twitter. Part. All right. Tune in <laughs> next, next time to see if David is, in fact, the coach of Micronesia and if Micronesia actually exists. Uh, I mean, we have seems to have fallen about as low as two brothers who have a podcast to help their mom when she can't leave the house can fall.
<laughs> there's really no fun when even she stops listening you, you there's not much you can come back from that yeah <laughs> and the beauty of this podcast dude you sound so bad also now i'm dustin from stranger things oh, my computer died. oh my gosh this is so bad <laughs> i sound really bad yes it's so good <laughs> Oh man, Dustin, <laughs> my mic died. This is the episode that just breaks us. Your interview skills uh, fail you. Yeah. My technology fails me. Yeah. I sound like Dustin. I'm just not going to say as much. You know, the beautiful thing is um, one of the Schulmeisters was saying that they were really proud of you. They were like, you know, I, pr- I listened to those first episodes. I was like, you know, most, most people who, talk like Darren don't like put themselves out there for people to just listen to. so like the courage this man has to like overcome that and, and just put that out into the world oh my god that's so you know I, my dream who is your dream guest because my dream guest is to actually have Dustin from Stranger Things on for the amount of times we've talked to him make it happen Schulmeisters and let's see. Then let's have you make fun of him for talking like Dustin for <laughs> Stranger Things. I don't think I bet, he's the right guy. I think we need Michael Cotter. I bet. I bet Dustin has a podcast, and he says, "You know, I, I talk like Darren and Jeff from Show Bros Weekend Review." <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, this is the breaking. You know how back in the early days of the Show Bros, we would have like the behind the the music and the breaking up of the band. And, and like, this is the moment, man, where my interviewing skills just go to crap. And then I'm just laughing at how terrible you sound. And then nobody <laughs> listens that even mom can't be bothered to turn it on. It's literally two buttons and 45 minutes of her day while she's just sitting there playing candy crush or, um, animal crossing. And she can't be bothered. <laughs> And she tells you she can't be bothered. She doesn't even say like, oh, I didn't know it was still going on. I'd love to listen. It was, no, I can't listen because dad is the one (laughs) that clicks these two buttons for me. And I can't be bothered to click those two buttons and listen to it when I'm not (laughs) just hanging out while he's getting ready for the day. (laughs) Yeah, we've hit we've hit rock bottom. The only thing I can say (laughs) And I'm trying to keep my S's down. No, say it all, man. Keep saying I, it. it. At least we're still, <laughs> man, there's a lot of S's in that sentence. At least we're still getting along. Like, we haven't turned on each other. Oh, my gosh. And I'm just loving it. Like, you sound so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like instant. I don't get the technology behind this. Like, when you talk oh, on the like, phone, you sound fine. Like, yeah, my computer died. I know, but I'm saying, like, I don't understand how you could talk on the phone and you sound fine. You then talk on a phone through Spotify without a microphone. And that, and it's not even like you're coming crisp, crackly or like you sound like you're in a loud room. You sound like you can't talk and it's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with this episode. You're... you're... <laughs> Your vanity project is not so vain. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm I'm not. This is not a, me announcing any future plans. But can you imagine if like I'm getting uh, confirmed for like some office or running for office, and like you have no skeletons in your closet, but we do have you talking completely ridiculous on audio. <laughs> They're like, um, 
you're like the K file, you know, CNN has the K file where they go digging into somebody who's trying to be the boss. And they're like, you're not the boss. You said this like 20 years ago. Somebody's going to K file show bros and be like, dude, you just spend an hour laughing about how your mom won't even listen to you. <laughs> Are you, and you found totally ridiculous? What <laughs> people with technology, I swear. Yeah, but you you did lose respect once you got your microphone from at least one Schulmeister because they they really thought you were just a brave soul. <laughs> oh my gosh, there are still Schulmeisters out there, just not our own mom, and maybe not our owner. Like the two people we care about most. Do we know if Dad's still listening? Dad listens. I think that's how Mom knows that we called her out. She's like, <laughs> I "Don't think I listened." Like, yeah, Mom, please correct that. She's like, "No, I don't," because Dad listens on his hearing. It's like, dang it. Yeah. Who would have thought that Dad's hearing could be the the root of our demise? <laughs> I bet fixing his hearing could be the root of our demise. <laughs> when he was going deaf, it was fine, but now that he can hear with his hearing aid, we're off the air. Yeah. <laughs> And the beautiful thing is he's right like before we started talking about them, he's like, shoot, is my hearing aid broken? Darren found so ridiculous right now. I can't be my <laughs> So Dad, it is not your hearing aids. It is it is Darren's microphone. And it's making me so happy that the world gets to see you in this light right now. Because it's I'll not be... a pleasant place to be. You were there for a while. I know. I didn't know it though. <laughs> tried to tell you once yeah, yeah um, remember I, that time we had that comedian from who was on uh jimmy fallon and conan o'brien oh i remember that yeah anyway uh what'd you love this week oh no you gotta give me the monkey update i gotta uh, hear the monkey update that's okay. important okay so you need to find this video. <coughs> this is um yesterday's monkey news but i hope you can still find it the video is called monkey tease or sorry start over boy teases monkey through a car window and gets a big surprise oh and that I, surprise I, has I, to be a deuce on his face i sent you the link so you might just want to watch it while we're talking i don't think i can because it'll play that instead of you and it won't record because i'm recording on my phone as well i kind of wanted your live reaction but okay so basically oh, man this kid's in the car and i guess he's showing monkey his snacks through the window and the monkey just comes in through the window crawls over a little baby in a car seat steals the kid's snacks and just leaves it's amazing wow how did the monkey know the good escape route he just walked in crawled over this baby who's like what's going on <laughs> took the other kid's snacks and just crawled back over the baby and went back out the window like he didn't bite anyone or anything he's just like i'll take that seat yeah we we've discussed this before the problem with feeding animals is not that they're unhappy when they're getting fed it's when it stops <laughs> <laughs> And that baby was like it, the baby had nothing to do with stopping it. It was just chilling. It was. And the, and the monkey's like, I'll just crawl over. It's cool. I mean, you, I really want to see your reaction to this clip. So maybe that'll oh, be that. Man, I'm so sorry. Ne maybe next time we'll record the reaction. Or maybe I'll hop on and dust in, dust in it to just give the last live reaction at the end here. I'm, yeah. um, all right. We got to. That, that's an awesome update. I have to see that video. But instead of laughing at that video, can you just say uh, <laughs> Susie steals seashells down by the seashore she, she sells seashells sometimes <laughs> seashore. i actually kind of i want to hear i don't even listen to our show because i hate how i sound normally but i kind of want to hear that line she, she sells seashells by the seashore i just don't know what's going to come out doesn't stop you, you don't know um all right i got a lot of loves to get through so number one love i just wanted to update everybody 
I watched Manifest, and you know me, I usually hate it, a show by the end of it. Yeah. Um, this is the one of like three shows that I could name off the top of my head of my whole life that landed the plane at the end. You know what I mean? Not like landed the plane, but figuratively, like they took you on all these mysteries and said everything's connected, and they picked up every single thread and just tightened it and closed it in a very, it was satisfying, man. Good ending. They stuck the landing is what you mean to say. Yeah, landed the plane is because it's manifest. It's about a plane that went missing and then came back five years later. All right. Well, that sounds great. So they stuck the landing. Number two love of the week is Strays. It's so bad. And I started watching it with my kids and realized that it was not a good idea. Cartoon or something. It's the dogs uh, who what this, Will Ferrell is uh, the voice of a dog who is abused by his owner. And then uh, gets a, hangs out with a bunch of strays and learns that life as a stray is not so bad. And then decides that he's going to go bite uh, something that the owner really loves. <laughs> it does not sound PG. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it was literally 30 seconds. And I think there was the F-bomb uh, like 10 times in the first 30 seconds. And I'm like, oh, nope, we're not watching the talking dogs. We're not, it, we're not there yet. Is this on... Um streaming or you went to a theater it's on prime amazon prime uh they like it was so disordered it was like such an inordinate amount of the f-bomb uh that it was shocking was it like sausage party where they're just trying to shock you on purpose like it's not as good when you're trying to do it i mean the problem was yeah the the f-bomb it was like dude i know you you just got approval to say the f-bomb and so you're you're like trying to do they did that way too much not just for my kids uh, but, but it was just weird, but part of it, the whole movie made was so entertaining was that like, I thought for 30 seconds that I could watch it with my kids <laughs> <laughs> because then you watch the rest of the movie and you're just like, thank God they signaled in the first 30 seconds that I should not watch this with uh, my kids. They did you a solid basically. Yeah. I mean, I thought how R rated could they go with dogs? Uh, they could go for <laughs> Pretty R-rated, man. Here's the thing. I actually am going to have to watch this now <laughs> just to see what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, you, I mean, I knew it was R-rated and I knew I saw the trailer and I knew that's not really for kids. But I just thought my kids are kind of I got a teenager. They hear a bunch of stuff. and She hears a bunch of stuff at middle school. Like, it can't be that bad. And then it just was like, it was that, it it was was that, that bad. bad and so much worse. <laughs> We just made these streaming downloads for strays go like quintuple thanks to this review. Yeah. And then my last love of the week, CNBC, they have yeah. this wonderful video that a million people have seen. <laughs> yeah. 1.1 million people, man. And I'm in it. It was, it was actually, it was like long. You were in it more than like a normal, like 30 second news clip. This was like a feature expose or something. Yeah. And they, they had me all over that and 1.1 million. And I did get one random hate mail <laughs> so Whoa. i felt like a taste of celebrity what was it dude i can't really say well i, I don't know if it, it's not appropriate it had a homophobic slur in there not geared towards me and it really didn't make any sense but mike bolger whoever you are however you found my email and whatever inspired you to watch that video and then say i'm going to send jeff a, an email <laughs> with a homophobic slurb about a, a slur about ai and baba stocks i don't even know what baba stocks are Wait, so it had nothing to do with anything you said? He just saw you in the video and was like, I need to write this guy. 
And are you sure? Pretty close. Or did he think like this dude gets me? He's like have... he the signal through the telewaves. We're friends. I don't know, man, but it was my first ever just like, uh, well, that's what dealing with the public is like. If 1.1 <laughs> million people see you, one idiot's going to send you an email that makes no sense. And because uh, I said something about AI and the future of work and how it might be responsible for some of the layoffs we're seeing. And uh, yeah, he just said he said maybe the AI could replace those idiot stock analysts or no, sorry, not idiot. Anyway. Yeah. Bad so I, that's, that's where I'm at. Are you uh, sure he's against you, though? Or is he like jiving? Uh, it fans? might not be hate directed to me. He might be just screaming at a cloud and thought, this guy needs to hear it. <laughs> yeah. That, it sounds like he might actually be agreeing with you. Yeah, he might. I don't know. Uh, he, he just wanted to scream at a cloud. What's but I got to run. We're going to pick this up. We're going to come back after a brief musical interlude. So we are in the midst of quite possibly the most hilariously bad <laughs> episode of Soul Bros <laughs> in the history of mankind. But we are continuing and we are live recording it for a live studio audience. And I need to know what you loved this week, bro. But first, I, I have one request for you. Yes. Can you I know you don't usually do this and it causes some stuff. Can you maybe edit this week? And I don't mean like cut out stupid stuff but i mean like don't leave sound for 30 seconds and forget that you did because this episode has been so bad like we just can't go over the edge with like your usual sloppiness dude you're the one that sounded like dustin from stranger things and you're calling me sloppy <laughs> yeah how's that uh so speaking of which, it's funny. So I got insights from a Schulmeister and, and the Schulmeister was saying that what they love most is uh, us being mean to each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, is, is that why you're doing it? Okay, that's, that makes me feel better. So. And they said that you're mean to me like you talk to me like a little brother. Wait, I'm mean to you? Yeah. Well, I mean, you just were. You just said that my podcast editing skills are terrible. <laughs> that's not mean that's true it's cold-blooded bro cold-blooded i mean i think there was an episode where like you hung up and i was like okay cool i'll get wait are you there and you <laughs> left that in you didn't even bother to take the time <laughs> it wasn't like it's, it's, it's like you don't even care that's radio gold man people <laughs> people pay money to be able to get the behind the scenes look <laughs> We just put it out there for everybody for free. <laughs> I would like, I know Doreen's listening and she's going to text me who's meaner, you or me. Yeah, please let us know. Uh, is Marcia still listening? Because she used to text us answers to things. And I don't, I haven't gotten no, one of those texts. She's actually, she's all, I, I was going to tell you one of my updates is she's all in on the Micronesia jerseys. Like she wants one too. Yeah, we got to get them in. Uh, she's the, she's the one that's six feet and uh, in high heels. Oh yeah, Marcia. <laughs> she, oh, six feet high heels just definitely need to know what size to wear. Like I, anyone who knows Marcia knows that that is not accurate. They're going to be really, really high heels, <laughs> <laughs> six foot heels, <laughs> and they're going to be pretty heavy heels because I, I I threw out two hundred fifteen pounds, so they're going to be lead six. <laughs> they're going to be lead super high heels. So if you were to be like wearing cement shoes that were formed into heels, 
I guess you would have to go with the orange shirt so it didn't clash colors. Yeah, that's the one to go with. Um, I'm well, sorry. I just I ruined everything, dude. I made fun gold. of you. My likability score apparently went up when it should have gone down by being mean, and I apologize. Or, yeah, right all- now you just made the listeners love it by assailing my <laughs> recording. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't want to just listen to a podcast with thirty seconds of silence, and then, uh, Jeff. Are you still here? <laughs> still here? Are you waiting for me or what's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't even take it. Yeah. At least we think we're funny. Not I don't think I don't think we're funny in the sense that like other people would find this entertaining, but I find this very entertaining. <laughs> I mean, we've pivoted, we've pivoted like purposes. Like it started to help mom and then she stopped listening. And so it's really to entertain ourselves. Like I hope other people are along for the ride and we bring some amount of joy and solace to the world, but it's really all about me just making me and my brother laugh. <laughs> yeah. That's got to count for something uh, for me. I do it for, for Winston, uh, Corey and Sarah. I feel like they're the OGs. They, they knew us since, uh, we were uh, giving up. Pe- I was giving up penalty kicks and you were cheering for me getting a red card, uh, on the tele on the high school soccer team. Yeah, they, they are old. They're definitely old school friends. Like we've known them since high school. And uh, and I have to yell at them because no one has gotten in touch with Jeff Hunchy. Yeah. You know, and Sarah knows him. She definitely, she doesn't know Jeff Hunchy. She knows how to get news to him that uh, he sparked the wrong Jeff and at least hours and hours of your joy. I mean, because here's the thing about Sarah that people might not realize because they don't know who she is. She actually was like, people liked her in school and she was nice. And so, and people probably have communicated with her. Whereas you and I are kind of like, <laughs> I know I don't really want to talk to the Shulmans anymore. I don't know, man. I bet you uh, if there's a couple Telewanda people and that 1.1 million people who watched my CNBC bit, I bet you if they recognized who I was, they would, they would reach out. But they just didn't know that I existed. So they don't like, I, like, okay, Jeff Shulman, I don't know who that is. You know? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Our name is so not popular. And I would dare say that both of us look kind of like we did in high school, that like anyone who had any memory of us would definitely recognize you on TV. Now, I don't know if the Talawanda audience tends to watch MSNBC, so that might be your excuse. <laughs> CNBC, just to be clear. Oh, that's even, that's even worse, right? I don't know, man. I think some of them are financial traders. Um, I think the anyway, right I, is probably a financial trader. I would venture to guess that at least 10 Talawanda people who I would know them, like I would know who they are, watch that CNBC video just randomly. They just happen to be one of the 1.1 million people. And they did not know that they went to high school with that person on there. I mean, one of two things is bad. Either they didn't know you or they're like, oh, that's Jeff, whatever, right? He's, I think I'm just that forgettable back then. You were, you think you were forgettable? Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, there was that story about the football. <laughs> <laughs> that was seventh grade, man. Okay. <laughs> that, the, and and you, ho- I hope Eric Luce forgot that he urinated on a football and threw it at my head. Like, I hope that meant so little to him at the time. <laughs> you know... I'm I'm going to say that Eric Luce has a podcast called like the Lo- Luce's Juice or something, the and he talks about the juices loose, and he talks about <laughs> he talks about that at least once an episode. 
It's all about urinating on footballs and throwing it at people. Today on Juices Loose, uh, the juice I let loose was my urine on a football on Jeff's face. <laughs> the right Jeff in this circumstance. <laughs> this is the very right Jeff. And surprisingly, I really wanted to fight him just because he wanted to fight me after I peed on a ball and threw it at his face. <laughs> And then I'm the I bad guy. out of our lunch table. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think he's sitting there and being like, on today's episode of the Juice is Loose, there was this dude, and I thought it'd be funny to pee on a football and throw it on his face, and this jerk wanted to fight me for it, and because he fought me, I had to, I needed to torment him and kick him out of the lunch table and show him who's boss. <laughs> Or maybe maybe we're taking this all wrong. Maybe in this episode of The Juice is Loose, you know, my whole life turned on that time I urinated on the football and <laughs> threw it at Jeff's head. And now that's why I'm the success I am today. <laughs> oh, man. I was... <laughs> brother, brother Loose, if he has one, is like, I mean, do you kind of regret doing that? It's not very sanitary. And he's like... <laughs> I had a moment of reflection where I thought it might have been the wrong move. But now I'm a billionaire, so I don't care. I'm rich. Uh, my 13 years of life, I couldn't focus in school. I hated everything, and I didn't have the confidence to be who I am. And then I let the juice loose by peeing on a football and throwing it at Jeff's face and then taunting him and kicking out of the lunch table. And then I knew I could do anything. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's clearly what turned him around, dude. So, you yeah. know, if he's, he's like, a success, it's because of you in your face. If, if I could pee on a football and throw it at a dude's face <laughs> and everybody sides with me as the good guy, I could do anything. <laughs> it showed me many things. My aim is good. Check. <laughs> My pee aim game, top notch. My throwing arm, awesome. <laughs> Knowing how to hold a football without getting my hands in the pee that I just put on it. <laughs> that needed work. <laughs> There's some room for improvement in that one. I mean, <laughs> but it was worth it. About this, but like, not only was it just a weird thing to do, but like, how did that even get into his head? Like, it never, I've played flag football and touch football for years and never organized football, I'll admit, but I never said. <laughs> What would happen if I peed on this ball and threw it? Like it never, I've never thought about peeing on a ball and playing sports with of any sort. Like, has that ever entered your mind? I well now. Okay, I have, so I guess. It, it literally it's, it's, me threw it at your head. <laughs> it's a little hazy, because uh, here's what I could here's what I could remember. Like I could visualize it, and I don't I have no pictures of it. It's like one of the few memories in life where it's just like. The picture is seared in my head, the emotions, the visuals. Like I could, I could tell you exactly where it was, where I, I got sad and mad and I'm walking home and then I say, no, I am not walking home. And I turn around and say, you know, like nobody could be on a ball and throw it in my face and I'm going to just deal with it. And I, I remember distinctly that rage and coming back and just punching him and starting to fight. But I don't remember like why he beat on the football and why he threw it at me. There probably that part was, is not in the memory. There probably was something you did to deserve it, but 
No, what, to be honest, I'm I'm having a vague recollection, and I can't. I, we're going to need him or Matt Fletcher to to verify this. I I think he might have peed on it by accident, like, you know, like you're playing football for so long and and you got to pee, so you just head over to the sideline and, and pee, and then you realize you got some of it on the ball, and then you make laugh at it, and then throw that ball at the closest person. I kind of think that might be what happened. But I, I, the only thing I can tell you with certainty is I started to leave. I was raging, almost in tears, because everybody <laughs> laughed at me when they threw a pee ball at me. And I said, F this, man. I'm going to punch this dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get kicked out of the lunch table. Yeah. But I, I, do, I don't think he, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he like, said, I'm going to pee on this ball and put it in Jeff's face. Like, I don't think that was the whole mental the whole process. Play. Yeah. But, I would um, if if you are listening, Luce, you can definitely come <laughs> on the show. We would like to bury the hatchet, or at least get to the bottom of this. No, I I will never like I will never forgive that guy. But what if he has like a real thing? Like, what if he's like, it was a big misunderstanding. I had a bladder infection, and it just was going to pee my pants, and the only thing to cover it up was the ball. No, I don't mind the peeing on the ball and throwing it in my face. Like, if oh, that ended, that's there, okay. It's, it's the funny. lunchroom that got you mad. Yeah, I mean, one thing's like a, a moment, and that that's that's not great. But like the the weeks of people, the like people making fun of me, and then just I'll never forget either that they Matt Yule was part of this. That he's a he's a big dude, and they decided to like physically remove me from the table by all like scooting over, and I'm like holding onto the table and like pulling on, like this is just <laughs> this will pass and they're like we are not kidding with you you are not welcome here we will physically remove you from this table and send you to that corner over there which is four degrees less cool in the hierarchy of middle school i, I love how you are name checking people who i haven't thought of in literally 25 years maybe 30 yeah do you think matt you will watch the cnbc bit and it's like oh yeah i remember i pushed that guy off the lunch table I don't know enough about Matt Yule to see if he was watching CNBC. I'm guessing Luce was not. <laughs> so anyway, I, I I will not. And then and then he like would taunt me. Like then they pushed me off the lunch table. That's fine. That was that was traumatic. But then he and Jennifer um, uh, Porcano, that was his girlfriend at the time. Uh, they she she they would go around and, and taunt me in the hallways. Why won't you fight him? Why won't you fight him? It's like I'm not gonna fight in school, man. I'm a I'm a A grade student. I'll fight you. Well, I, I don't I won't fight you anywhere else either because I thought I got that out of our system. But anyway, you're really trying to pull that wound, man. You're like well, this you, just turned from laughs to well. To now it got worse because now now someone on your very own academic challenge team is making fun of you. I forgave her. So that was seventh grade. And, but he like orchestrated the removal of the table and like the constant harassment. Who, who was at your new table? Like, do you want to name check all your fellow rejects there? Do they get peed on too? And... <laughs> Reject table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to name check. I don't want to pull anybody down, but I just went to the reject table. I don't want to name out the rejects. Okay. I don't need you to name names. But I just want to know, do you remember who was at the reject table with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you in contact with any of them today? No. <laughs> None of them are watching CNBC either. Was one of them home slice? No, I didn't go that far, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to the reject table. I went to like the reject table, you know, not like the emphasis on the. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, anyway, 
I don't remember yeah. what we were talking about, but this was like a 15 minute digression, and I have loved every second of it. This might save the episode. Your <laughs> pain is, is the only me. thing that can save us. <laughs> is this is this therapeutic for you, or does this just make you mad when you hang up? No, that this one, this one, I went a little deeper. Like the the juice is loose, and the peeing on the ball. That's that's actually really funny. Making jokes about that. <laughs> the physical removal from the lunch table is very dramatic. I have this vision of like, like the cartoons where you're grabbing on the table with your nails, and it leaves like the lines on it. You know where you're scratching it. Yeah, pretty much. Like, hey guys, I can't. He, I we could we could all be friends at the lunch table, right? No, dude. You're okay, fine. We can't. Like, no. Like, dude, it's cool. Like, uh, we're pretty serious. This is for reals. Uh, yeah. I just, you're, you're, you are forgetting the fact that you did punch him. He peed on a football and threw it at my face. <laughs> and you're playing tackle football. It's not like we were playing two hand touch and I'm the first person to like have a physical <laughs> reaction. Like, you know? No, we're, I mean, I, I dudes. get it. But How could you? And it's seventh grade. I see seventh graders, they're so small. Like, how could he have been mad that I punched him? It's just, it's not like, you know, he peed on the football and then just added insult to injury and kicked you off the table. I mean, you did, you did get some licks in. I, I think I won that fight, but it, I, it was fairly kind of a draw. They broke it up pretty quickly, but I would say I, I had some good, good punches. When, when you were getting dragged away, were you screaming, but he peed on the ball? <laughs> I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Oh, man. Well, yeah, that's my love of the week now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's good. All right. My hate of the week is the Marvels. Hate oh, it. You finally saw it? Yeah, on an airplane. And I was bored and I was stuck on an airplane. And the Marvels is what my saving grace. And I, I just decided to stare into space and hope that the plane would end <laughs> like it was that bad. Dude, it was so bad. Miss Marvel. The show. I, I saw the show and I just found like I saw WandaVision, but I just feel like they threw these three people together with and and it nothing made sense. And it's one of those things where you know when a, a movie makes no sense, and there's sometimes where you're like, ooh, I need to know why is this happening? And so it doesn't make sense on purpose. Yeah. And then there's other times where it doesn't make sense, and you're just like, I don't care because there's just crap happening that doesn't make any sense. That's what this one fell with. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. I usually defend Marvel. I, I did enjoy it more than most people. And it, you had to, the unfortunate thing about it is you had to see Captain Marvel 1, WandaVision, and Ms. Marvel, and probably know something about the comics too. So it was probably a little bit too much to expect people to just jump in on. Um, but I thought some of the, the switching fight choreography was interesting at least. And they did it all in the preview well enough. Like I would just watch, if you want to see the Marvels, just watch the two minute preview and then look at a bunch of cats. <laughs> the cats, you didn't like the cat part, by the way. I thought the kittens were cute, but and I, spoiler alert. So fast forward 15 seconds. If you can't have one stupid plot point revealed, <laughs> they're like, oh, when the cats eat you, you shrink and then they're going to spit you up in your full size again. Like, I don't get what the Flurvin. Flirkin? Science behind that, flirking science. It's like, it's like a black hole inside its body, so you don't shrink. It just has infinite space inside it. Oh, that's actually the flirking mythology. Yeah. <laughs> did, did they ever say that in the movie, or they just assumed we knew that? Um, I get confused because I read the comics, but I, they might have said it in the first one. They didn't really say it in this one. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, there's cats just eating people, <laughs> and then they're like, "This is good. Get eaten." And then they think <laughs> it's like, funny, no. but you're like, 
this makes no sense. How could a cat eat somebody and barf them up? But now it does. If it's a black hole of time and space, it yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah, it, it, I think they explained it in the first movie, but it's definitely in the comic books. So They probably should have reiterated that. They're like, you do know that the Flurkins have a black hole for time and space <laughs> yeah, you, in their stomach. You do know that it's okay to be shrunk down in their belly. It's not just shrinking you like Ant-Man. Yeah. All right. So that's you my hate. hate it, I'm not gonna mad. I'm not gonna get mad at you. What's your hate? Uh, my hate is, and this is gonna sound kind of weird, um, but I kind of hate Taylor Swift. Ooh, fighting words. Not, now my kids aren't gonna listen anymore. Well, no, I don't hate her because I don't. I actually think, she, think she's nice. Her music's pretty good. Um, the problem is Parker has discovered Taylor Swift, and uh, Parker is demanding that I play the songs to her all the time. And she started with Shake It Off, which I thought was cool. And that's an upbeat song. And now she's shifted because that's her old favorite song from two days ago, Dad. Now her favorite song is Cruel Summer. And that song is boring. Hmm. And I have to listen it's to it. It's a cruel summer. I have all of these songs in my head because they're listened to all the time. And I'm embarrassed, like, whistling it while walking down the street. And I'm like, I hope nobody just heard me whistling Taylor yeah. Swift songs. Well, and, and, and she likes to dance before she goes to bed. We have a little mini dance party, which is great. But it's really hard to have a mini dance party to Cruel Summer. No, dude, you got to do the wind chimes dance. What's the wind chimes dance? I'll have to teach you. you have, it works I have for to say every this, song. As much as I like kind of making fun of you and all your loserness, like you're a much better dancer than I am. I can't. I don't know how you do it, where you got it from. I could tell you how. Because my first ever high school dance, I wore red pants. <laughs> yeah, <you did. laughs> and that changed everything. We could that all point to change. different moments in time that affected big aspects of our life. But that decision to throw on the uh, Motown Philly, the um, uh, who are those guys? Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Throw on that Boys to Men attire for my freshman dance. That changed my whole trajectory. It gave me different different approach. I, I guess you I know. can name check. I think it was that April Conrad you went with. <laughs> it was, yeah. I don't know what happened to her either, but if she's listening, we'll have you on the podcast to talk about the red pants. Yeah. And to be clear on the name checks, Jennifer Porcano, really nasty to me in seventh grade, but I think we buried the hatchet later in life as far as I know. Well, uh, Matt, you were both on the academic challenge team with me my senior year, and uh, you guys both were good teammates with each other, so I think you guys got over it. Yeah, and Matt Ewell, he was just the, the grunt, man. He was, he was but... Uh, um, Eric Luce was uh, Vecna. He was the mastermind behind Eric Luce strikes me as like the Joker <laughs> chaos agent. <laughs> we do need to start the Juices Loose podcast and interview him each week about moments that he's uh, put juices on things that <laughs> caused trouble that, that ruined or had a, a, left an indelible mark on different people's lives. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's probably like a whole season's worth of, of juice that we could talk about. <laughs> One time I was drinking apple juice and I threw it in this brow's face. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> then I kicked him out of school. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to conclude. So did you want what you're looking forward to or do you want to conclude with? Um, uh, what, fake? Uh, yeah. Let's do real or fake because I, I worked on this one. All right. Real or fake, a surfer and inventor named Edison inherits and runs a billionaire's company. Edison? Yeah. I was going to say 
real and that you're talking about Brewster's millions and he has to give it all away to get the full company. But yeah. I don't think his name was Edison because it's Brewster's. It's Brewster. It's in the title. It's not so Edison's I'd millions. I'd imagine that that was Brewster who got the millions. But it by the way, there's Brewster one, who gave the millions. There's literally one reason why I've never done real or fake Brewster's millions because you and I talk about it all the time and I know you'd get it. Yeah. <laughs> Brewster's millions. I don't even know much about it except for Richard Pryor had to give away all the money to get that's, more. And then like, he just couldn't give it away. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. You discussed uh, the whole movie. All right. So you, Ed, uh, what'd you say? Edison's millions. A surfer, a surfer, an inventor named Edison inherits and runs a billionaire's company. I'm going to go. Uh, who did, is that trading places? Nope. No. Yeah, I'm going to say false. This movie is real, my friend. This is going to blow your mind. I'm going to give you some hints. Uh, the movie uh, had a budget of $7 million. The movie's gross, $181,233 worldwide. It stars... A stand-up comedian. It is chairman of the board, starring none other than Carrot Top. Oh, dude, that that sounds like a fantastic movie. It is the worst movie. I, told, I don't know if you heard this. So you may want to edit it and actually do your job. But it's a seven million budget movie that grossed one hundred and eighty-one thousand dollars worldwide. Dude, I heard it all. My mic was muted, but I, I was, but it worked great because you it was suspense. I'm like, just tell me the damn. I know you. Already. We could not hear you, and I was like, is he not listening? Is he just really soaking it in? Like, yeah, get it. You know, so no, anyway. I haven't eaten dinner, and so uh, I feel like Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber when he's like got that really special moment, and then he's like has to go to the bathroom. I think and he's like, just tell me already, or just give it. And he's like really mean. Do you remember that? Did I mess with that up? Colon, with the colon blow stuff. That's what you feel like. Well, I just got it like just spit it out. I think he like <laughs> screamed at somebody. But uh, anyway, so we're not doing this episode on the toilet right now. Is what you're saying? No, and I I don't th I don't have to go to the bathroom either. So that was a bad analogy. But I do need to go eat. Um, that I need to do. Uh, and I need to tell you though, since you you brought up a movie, this reminded me that a very loyal Schulmeister answered your call that you requested. Huh? Yep. This is true. Uh, in a previous episode, we were talking about uh, Air Bud hockey and yes. how they kind of gave up on, they didn't choose it because they couldn't come up with any puns. Yeah. Well, I got some for you. What you got? Well, I don't have them myself. I was given them. Well, you can, you can either attribute them or not if they want to be named anonymous, but you're, you're doing the right thing by not owning them yourself. Yes. Air Bud pup check. Oh. That's a good one. Airbud, the last Airbud bender. <laughs> uh, first hockey bud, the icebreaker. So, <laughs> oh, so apparently these are a, a, a set of hockey buds. So instead of just having, you know, they could do hockey bud, the icebreaker, then hockey bud playing rough, hockey oh, bud nice. frostbite. Ooh, frostbite's legit. That's where he goes rogue and bites somebody. He has to go to the pound. Yeah, and then they're going to kill him. And then uh, they realize that he didn't mean to. 
And he can uh, play hockey. And he can play hockey. <laughs> uh, and then hockey buds stay positive with P-A-W. No, the, the stay positive, and I don't know who I'm talking to, but whoever it is, thank you for these. That one is so great and yet broad enough that we can use that with any sport. Yes. Like and that one's getting saved. This one I, I have to think is a autocorrect failure, but maybe you understand this better than I do. Airbud Daily, bed to the bone. Well, it's bad to the bone, dude. This says Airbud Daily, be- bed to the bone. What do you think the daily was supposed to be? Huh. I don't and, know. We, and, we may need some and, clarification. And you think it is supposed to be bad to the bone, or maybe they just think bed to the Oh, because it's like a doggy bed, you know? Yeah, bed that's what bone. I that's what I think, dude. Well, bed to the bone, bed to the bone for hockey bud would be good, but I don't know about Airbud Daily bed to the bone. I don't, I don't know what that one is. But it might others... happen though. That movie is going to be the one that that gets made, and we're going to be like, "See, we should have jumped on that one while we had the chance." And they could have Stuart Smiley in the Stay Positive one. Of Stuart Smiley, you mean? You're gosh darn it, people like you. Yeah, what did I say? You said Smiley, I think. Oh yeah, that's another story. Uh, so yes. <laughs> Stuart Smalley, you're good enough, you're smart enough, and dug on it. People like you. Stay positive. That's all I got positive for you. Is definitely happening, dude. We should definitely. Is the raccoon allowed to be in any of these movies? Because the raccoon's got to be in all of them, dude. You know how like um, Seth Rogen was in Forty Year Old Virgin, and I was like, that guy's going to be a star, and then he's he's like a superstar. I feel yeah. like the raccoon was like the the bit character in an ensemble. This the Seth Rogen to the Steve Carell. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, Raccoon stepping out of the shadow. I, I just have to say one more thing. I have not watched this movie. I just did a Google search. Someone on YouTube named Karsten Runquist has a 15-minute video called I Watched Every Air Buddy <laughs> Part 1. <laughs> part 1? I got to see Part 2. I'm kind of like, does he really go over every movie? And is his brain melted by seeing all these? They get really bad. He should have titled I watched every Airbud movie so you don't have to get the rundown. Um, Maybe we want to. We don't know what his opinions are on these. Yeah. I watched every Airbud movie so you can too. I watched every Airbud movie so I could tell you what parts to hand the Easter eggs to look out for. Oh, yeah. I've unlocked the Airbud mythology. (laughs) Exactly. The the Airbud cinematic universe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right next time we're gonna find out if uh david is actually the coach of micronesia this is pretty exciting i'm kind of curious and we're gonna find out if Corey got his jersey and if uh, you and i are getting jerseys 